Hi, everyone. Thanks for taking time to stop by the campfire. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. We've had a bit of a break from around the campfire and are so happy to get back around it together with you tonight. So tonight's guest arrived via some mutual work that we were doing together for the ACA of New York, New Jersey Tri-State Conference. So a little bit of a shameless plug there. Go if you're a camp professional. Even if you're not, you should probably go. As we walked in from the parking lot together, I introduced myself to Tyrone Squire. It turns out that Tyrone is the camp administrator for Homes for the Homeless. And as we walked together from the parking lot into our meeting and talked more and more, I knew right away I had to get him around the campfire. The work that he and his team are doing at Homes for the Homeless and at Camp Wakanda is just absolutely incredible. And I wanted to learn more, and I wanted you to hear about it too. As you're about to hear, Tyrone is a longtime camp pro. He is someone who fell in love with camp, fell in love with working with kids, and then almost literally fell into working full-time in the residential summer camp world. I am so pleased that Tyrone was interested in spending some time around the campfire with me today. And he's going to give you a lot of great insight into how summer camp can provide memorable and important experiences for all children, and especially for those who are battling homelessness. I'm excited to introduce you to my new friend, Tyrone Squire. Tyrone, I'm so happy to have you around the campfire. Thank you. I'm definitely excited to be here. Awesome, man. Um, so you've got a, a little bit different kind of view on the camp world. Um, I know you grew up going to camp and now now you're working at a camp, but is a camp specifically for children that are homeless. How did you get started in the summer camp world? Oh, definitely, yes. So I got started actually in the summer of 2010. I was going to college in New Jersey at the time, and I was actually going to school for social work. And I thought it'd be a good idea to get uh, like a job at a day camp in the city, commute into um, New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to work with kids who looked like me because of color. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely thought it was important because I was going to school for social work. And um, that's what I wanted to get into. I went to the interview um, for Camp Wakanda, which is a part of HRH summer camps. Mm-hmm. Um, and the director at the time, Laura, who is still involved, who's still a very important person in my life, who's a mentor to me, mm-hmm. um, went to the interview. I sat there. I realized it was for a sleepaway camp. Um, <laughs> and then I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know about this. But the interview was for an hour. And we sat there and we went through picture books and the person, um, Laura, who's a, who was a director, mm-hmm. she just inspired me. She was a teacher at a school. I met her at her school. Um, and just the way she was going through the picture book and showing me pictures and showing what they do during the summer, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, of course, like I decided to go along with it. I went to camp, got there. I still was not sure at the time that I wanted to do anything like that. Um, there was people from different countries, different backgrounds. Um, it was just such a wild experience. I never experienced anything like that. Um, and it took off from there. Like I worked at Camp Lenoa for six years and I ran Camp Wakanda for two years and it's truly been a great experience. That is awesome. All right. So I got a couple of questions, follow questions on that because I'm, I'm so interested. All right. So let's, let's start back to college. You did your undergraduate in social work. Was that helpful in terms of the, the camp perspective or was it more helpful for kind of just the overarching thing or, or was it helpful at all? Yes, it was definitely helpful. Um, I actually did not um, get a degree in social work. I went to camp and I 
realized that I don't know if I want to just do social work. Maybe I want to teach because working with the kids was so amazing. Like they changed my life. So <laughs> I honestly went back and forth. I <laughs> feel like college was a struggle for me. Like I've been, um, I took off a semester. I would go back. Um, and I feel like just going through camp to camp after, throughout the years, it made me really want to like figure out what I want to do. Um, yeah. Just meeting so many different people. They inspired me to really figure out at the end of the day, like there's just like different opportunities out there besides just sitting in a classroom or um, being a social worker. Um, mm -hmm. I actually did go through with um, wanting to teach. Um, but at the end of the day, just being involved in camps, I realized like I could go into like a nonprofit or I could just do a wide variety of things. So I actually ended up getting my master's in um, nonprofit management. Got it. All right. Very good. And has that been helpful for the, the camp world that you're in, part of the camp world you're in right now? Definitely. Um, I'm currently a camp administrator and I oversee all the operations for our camp program. So going to school and that for that field uh, definitely helped me a lot. Awesome. All right. Good. All right. So then now I want to talk about Laura, because it sounds like your interview process was more about her telling stories about camp. Is that is that true? Yes, definitely. Like I said, Laura and I are still <laughs> close today and we can get together for lunch and just talk about camps, talk about the past. Um, she actually started with the camp program in the 80s when Homestore Homeless first started operating uh, summer camps. And she, she's definitely a person that developed the program. Um, she's truly inspirational. Um, Laura, like I said, she's a teacher in the city. She's an athletic director. During the summers, especially when I was her assistant director, she would stay at camp and she would commute to the city to work throughout the week and then come back to camp. And then once school was over, she would work full time at camp. So just seeing that like really drove me to get into this field and take off. And I love every part of it. Oh man, that is awesome. It's incredible to have um, mentors and leaders like that, that inspire you as well as teach you, you know, in the whole process. So t tell me about your camp or tell everybody what's, tell me about what it is that you guys do, camp name, where you're at, all that fun stuff. Perfect. Yes. So um, Homes for the Homeless Summer Camps, we currently operate Camp Wakana, which is an hour outside of New York City. Um, as you already said, the kids that we serve are kids that come from um, shelters. So they're part of families who are experiencing homelessness. Mm -hmm. um, we offer three sessions currently that are week long. Um, the kids come to camp. They get to do healthy and educational activities. Like they participate in dance and drama, arts and crafts. Um, we do evening programs with themes as well. And we also have a swimming program. So our kids, they swim in a lake. Mm -hmm. um, and that's our most popular program. Um, our kids come and they learn different life skills and they experience different um, activities that they don't get to experience in New York City. Yeah. So. I imagine y'all have done some research and, and you know quite a bit just from interacting with the children, but what's, what do you see, how does homelessness affect children coming to your camp? I, I know you've told me in the past that you've got kids that come back, you know, summer after summer, you know, so that, that moves the needle and, and we'll talk about that, but what's it like for a child to, to go through hom homelessness? Yeah. Um, currently actually, um, as of November 6th, there's about, 12,000 families that are experiencing homelessness and about 20,000 of those um, people are kids. Um, so 
I think just living such a life where you're going maybe in and out of shelters and you're moving around and having to switch schools is very rough on kids, um, especially kids that live in New York City. New York City is a very like hustle and bustle place. So mm-hmm. just going through that, um, kids are kind of moving around. They're disconnected. They don't really get a social life um, that other kids get to experience outside of New York City or not experience homelessness. Um, kind of socially, it affects them as well. Um, as you can see, like, that's a big issue today with our kids. So mm-hmm. they're just not, they don't have any um, regular routine, which mm-hmm. is something that our kids go through a lot living in shelters. Yeah. And I imagine that's what they get when they come to camp. They get, you know, a connection to other kids in a routine that probably automatically reduces some anxiety. Definitely. Yes. We, I feel like our program, we provide a true camp experience for our kids. Like they wake up, um, they're going into singing songs and we go into meals and they do community service as a cabin. They do cabin cleanup. Like we truly, they swim in a lake. So we truly do provide that um, camp experience for our children. That's awesome. And I imagine the vast majority do not want to leave. No, they don't. Um, <laughs> I mean, our staff don't even want to leave. Uh, at the end of this session, our kids are crying. Um, <laughs> I hear from um the staff in our different shelters and our after school and rec programs and the kids within the program, they're singing the camp songs. They're talking about camp Um, when they're using the computers, they're actually Googling camp. So Mm -hmm. um, they truly don't want to leave. And it's quite an experience for them. What do you see that the kids get out of that experience? You know, when, when they're at camp with you guys, I feel like just from, because I used to work within one of the shelters as well. I've, I've seen kids, they come to camp and they find new hobbies. Like they find out they want to do art and they find out like, oh, I want to go to college for like something with nature or working with animals or something with the water. Like it just exposes them to things that they've never got to experience or they never even knew what was out there. Like they, a lot of them probably didn't know that they could just go hiking an hour mm-hmm. outside of New York city, go swimming in a lake. Um, so it really like broadens their horizon to just learn different things. I feel like I can't. Yeah. H- have you had, and I know it might be too early in the cycle for this, but have you had former campers come back to be staff members? Yes, definitely. What is um, that like? It's <laughs> so I've seen like staff, especially this past summer. Um, I had a counselor who um, his name is Mohammed. He was actually one of my campers in my cabin. Um, nice. So he actually applied for the job um, and I didn't know who it was. And then once I connected with him, I realized, oh, wow, you were in my cabin <laughs> and he's 26. He's driving. He lives in Texas um, and he's doing well for himself. He finished school. So it's such a beautiful thing to see that happen. Um, this past summer, there was actually four previous campers that worked at wow. camp. And it's, it's so cool. It's amazing. They're all in college and just truly thriving. And it's amazing to see them as adults. Uh, it's so cool. I'm getting chills over here. Um, that, that's <laughs> You know, full circle, being able to provide it back to the kids. So yes. tell me, what does this impact, what does the impact have on the staff of working there with, with homeless children? Oh, wow. Um, it's definitely changed my life. And I feel like there's staff that I know have come 
in and out of the program and it changed your life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to say like New York City kids are one of a kind. Like if you talk <laughs> to a New York City kid, you think you're talking to an adult. Like they're very smart. <laughs> they're definitely very street smart. Um, and they speak very fast. So we have staff from locally throughout our country and we also recruit international staff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like our staff learn a lot. Like they learn a lot from the New York City kids. Um, a lot of them, like English is not their first language as well. And they'll tell me um, that they their English has improved just from working with our kids because our kids are very fast paced and they will let you know what they want, what they want to do. And they will just tell you the truth. Like there's nothing like a New York City kid. <laughs> Uh, that's fantastic. How many of these families, uh, you know, so I know they're experiencing homelessness in, in shelters in New York City. How many of them wind up getting out of the shelters and then going back and, and having a little bit more of a uh, a stable home life? Um, I don't know an exact number, but I feel like I haven't seen too many families, at least in my time um, working for the organization, return. Um, I feel like we give families the opportunity to stay within a shelter until they're really able to leave and be stable on their own and maintain um, stable housing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, we, our kids, they do, we do allow kids to return and come back to camp. And it's super cool to see like they're out of the shelter and they're um, thriving within their family and communities. That's fantastic. That's so good. What's, uh, you know, I have no idea. I know there are probably a ton of causes, but what are some of the reasons why families um, would have to use the shelters? Oh, wow. Um, rent <laughs> rent yeah. in New York City is very expensive and it's super hard to maintain, especially a lot of our families um, are like a single parent family as well. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to just maintain housing and rent and such a time where things are so expensive. So mm-hmm. I feel like sh- coming with to the shelters, um, they have the opportunity to work with like a housing specialist and uh, get a voucher that can help them um, for the start of being out and on their own. Um, our different programs allows parents to really, especially living in shelters, allows them to save up money and really mm-hmm. research and figure out how they can maintain themselves outside of the shelter. Awesome. All right. Fantastic. Um, all right. So I also want to go back to one of the things you said earlier in our, our conversations around the campfire here, where you talked about you wanting to work in camps in the city because you wanted to be around children that look like you. So, you know, as a black man um, in in an industry, frankly, that is is pretty white. Um, and if it's not white, it's just Jewish. Um, so what what has that journey been like? And how have you seen things change, if you have at all, over the pro- course of your time in camping? Yes, um, the journey has definitely been very interesting. Um, I can say working within this field, because I've worked in like other fields as well and like different nonprofits that focuses on something else. Um, just coming from the camp world, you find such a huge support from people that don't look like you. Like once they find out kind of like the program that we're running, um, they come together and they really want to get to know about our program and support um, the staff that we have involved. Like, like I said, we're very diverse and they're, they get to learn like what our kids go through. They get to learn about our kids and it just changes their lives as well. Um, I do feel like 
within the camp field. Like the more I go to the conference, the Tri-State Conference, I see uh, more diversity. And it's super cool to see because we do need this. We do need people of color to work in camps. Um, we just have to make them aware. We have to make them aware that this is out there. Um, kids that look like you are going to camps and they need to see more people um, that look like them as well so they can be inspired. Yeah, it's interesting. So we've done a lot of um, work in historically black colleges trying to, you know, for recruiting staff members. Um, and like you said, a huge education piece, like, you know, what what's this camp thing? Like, what are you talking about? Um, I'll never forget uh, Carl with a K, uh, was a young man who actually started as a, a bunk counselor and wound up being a division head for us. It was he's, Carl's been with us for 10 years. He's, he's part of the family. But I remember him walking in, uh, never had really left Philadelphia. He walked into mm -hmm. camp to the woods in the middle of nowhere. I was like, where am I? And he had this like deer in the head, like, you know, look. And I remember walking around camps like, Carl, it's going to be okay, man. It's, it's going to be great. You're going to be welcomed here. It's going to be fantastic. And he told me at the end of the summer, I was like, I was two minutes away from walking out of this place and never coming back. And then 10 years later, he's a part of the family. So I think that's something that camp can do really well. Mm -hmm. because it really does pull people from so many different backgrounds and thought processes and genders and all these different things in their background. Yes. And then it just focuses on creating an amazing experience for the kids and the people around you. And mm -hmm. that's pretty universal. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just feel like um, we just need to make people of color more aware of mm -hmm. the impact that, that camps can have um, on the even adults, like oh, yeah. uh, we just need to more and just figure out different ways to um, recruit yeah. um, that sort of like colleges as well. Yeah, I, I would dare to say that camp has got a bigger impact on the staff members um, because they're aware that they're going through it. I think camp has an enormous impact on the children, but they don't always know. They're not they're not aware enough yet about themselves and how they progress, you know. But you know, Kyle's kids and and on up, all of a sudden you're a little bit more aware of what's going on. You can see the context. Like, oh wow, that really did change me. Uh, hopefully, in a very positive way. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I feel like camp uh, makes you like a person that works harder. <laughs> no oh matter, yeah. You know, like camp is such an experience that's so intense that it just teaches you a good work ethic as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, but you're also, you're working for a very serious why. I mean, you've got a purpose. You know, the, the work that you and your team do there, that is an enormous purpose. And that's something that can get, draw out the best in people, I would think. Yes, definitely. Awesome. All right, man. Well, the, the campfire is getting down a little low here. If, if people want to learn more about your organization, your, your camp, and then the larger organization, you know, how can they do that? Yeah, so they can check out our website at hfhcamps.org. Um, and they can also check out our social media at Homes for the Homeless. So our Facebook is HFHNYC, and then our Instagram is at HFH underscore NYC, and that's the same for our Twitter. Awesome. Well, great. And I'll put all that stuff up in the show notes for everybody as well. So, well, Tyrone, thank you so much. You know, we we met each other while we were walking into the uh, Tri-State uh, ACA, yeah. Tri-State Committee Conference. Yeah. And I'm so happy I've gotten to, to know you and, and work alongside you here to try to create a, a great experience for all of our, our camp people. So shameless plug, you know, if you're listening to this and you can go to the ACA Tri-State Conference, it's amazing. It's like liquid camp. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, it's so much fun. <laughs> it really is. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, good luck to you and all of yours uh, going forward. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season and, and a great, very successful summer uh, for the kids. 
Yes, thank you, Cole. Thanks so much for having me. I enjoyed it. Homelessness has been a hot-button item for all of us in the United States for a very long time. And I don't know about you, but when I think of the term, I conjure up in my head a picture of an adult living in a tent or in their car. The thought of a family and children really, really comes up in my mind. But when I look across the homeless spectrum, if you will, the homeless population, up to one-third of homeless people are made up of families. That stress that it puts on kids is brutal and will affect them for the rest of their lives. That's why the work that Tyrone and all the team at Home for the Homeless are doing is so important. They're giving these kids the gift of connection, of memories, and of hope. I love the fact that these kids are returning summer after summer to take more experiences in and so that they can take those learning and that fun back home and serve really as kind of a beacon of joy for the rest of their year. As we move into the Thanksgiving week here in the U.S., it's time to think about the many gifts in our lives for which we're thankful. And if you have the ability, it's time to make a difference. You don't need to save everyone on the planet. It's too big. But you can make the little world around you a better place. Show your gratitude by giving back in ways small or big. It'll make that person's day and your own. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll leave a five-star review on whatever service you're using. The better the reviews, the more these ideas will spread. And please share it with a friend. Our campfire circle is big enough for everyone. Until we speak again, do good and be good. Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. Scope stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support scope.